0: everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ron S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 472. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron
1: I'm Ari Rockefeller.
2: And I am Mako-chan.
0: And I'd like to give a special F.U. to VLC for not playing our intro until like the very last end. I don't know anymore. I honestly do not know anymore. Alright, double echo. Hold on. Oh boy. Nope. Fixed. There we go again here here's the thing about the double echo um when any of us are talking uh the the skype view meter goes off at the same time the input from the mixer goes off so it's basically you're hearing us twice so I have to mute the skype uh inputs so you so it everything will be fine you'll still hear us but it'll be coming through the massive input instead of the skype one so. At least if it comes through the Skype one, whoever comes in through Skype to talk to is all there. I don't have to worry about unmuting and muting like multiple people. So, you know, it is what it is. So, at least we now know. But the funny thing is, when I reset everything, those were supposed to be muted. I'm going to assume because I made some slight change, it reset itself. Like, this is what happens when you constantly use, uh, when you constantly use beta software unfinished software on the regular so yeah. anywho how is everybody doing tonight
1: uh so tired
0: mm.
2: very very tired
0: i i am not tired but i'm just i'm at that stage of the where i'm very confused by the weather that is all
2: it's typical fall weather at this point
0: it is, but at the same time, it's not.
2: Well, we're we're currently dealing with the aftermath of Delta. Pro- so yeah. that's what's screwing up our weather right now.
0: Yeah, that Delta? Still, yeah, Hurricane Delta. Hurricane
2: Delta. They went through all the names, so they had to go to Greek.
0: Yeah, so we're on what? Oh, wonderful. We just had our 30th hurricane in, like, what, in the last, like, two months or something?
2: Something like that. Mm. I know that they've had enough named hurricanes to have gone into the greek letters before i just i i have a feeling given how long hurricane season lasts that we will actually surpass that we're almost there at this point
0: i think it's like what another three weeks no wait doesn't hurricane season go into like the middle of november or something like that
2: Something like that. There yeah. have been hurricanes into November.
0: Yeah. You just don't hear about them because they mostly happen in the south. But then again, the last time a hurricane we kind of felt up here in the north in November. We came down to a superstorm, and the bitch's name was Sandy.
2: Hmm. Yeah. And then we got that October blizzard after that. That was fun.
0: I honestly don't remember an October blizzard.
2: Uh, yeah, I remember that I had just started a new job, mm-hmm. Um trained for not even two weeks, then Sandy hit, and then everybody was dealing with not having power, and then basically two days after Sandy, we got a blizzard.
0: Mm.
2: And I only remember how bad the blizzard was because I got pictures of that. I was basically stuck in my house for two days oh, because the trees came down.
0: Oh, wait, wait, oh, wait. I think I remember, because I think I remember it. The snow, it really didn't snow up here. We didn't really catch much of that. I'm starting to remember. I remember my old roommate, he was in his room trying to get warm, and he had, he had his iPad up, with a video of the, of the of the log flume, you know, the log flame, like, like, you know, just rubbing his hands, trying to stay warm. And I'm like, you asshole. <laughs> Digital warmth n- doesn't really help.
2: No, no, no not really.
0: That? But anywho. Uh, we are live tonight, week of October thirteenth, 2020, right here on Twitch TV. You can find us here every Tuesday from 9.30 to 11, here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. I also work part of the Voice of Geeks Network. You can find them over at vognetwork.com And they stream on Sundays, starting on Sundays at 8 p.m. with the Bobby Blackwell Show, followed by Orange Lounge Radio at 9. And you can find them at uh, Twitch TV slash R- uh, vognetwork. Uh, don't forget, you can check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com, where you find links to our podcasts and other cool stuff. You can also find us also over at Vognetwork.com and you can ha- see us in Discord, com slash Discord. Every show that's part of Voice of Geeks Network has a channel, so come by, hang out, and have a good time. So, yeah. And we're going to go ahead and go around the room with... How was your week? How was your day? we will kicking things off with Ari, but first, I forgot to mention at the top of the show, uh, Ichigo is out. She's working on some projects, but she's there in the chat room, um, hanging out, having a good time. Just don't piss her off because she will um, eject you faster than a cannonball. Anywho, Ari, how was your week? How was your day?
1: Uh, well, you know, the le- the- on Saturday going into Sunday, I had a Midnight shift, and that was the last one I worked before uh, <clears throat> before my vacation this week. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I haven't been doing a whole lot of a whole lot of anything this week. You know, there's nothing to do. I mean, I got paid. Well, I got paid on Saturday because yeah. uh, Monday holiday. But yeah, got got the bills paid that needed to be paid, and just and. uh I don't know what it is. You I'm trying to rel- relax or whatever, but honestly, it just feels like, like got like tightness, like right in here. Like I don't know if it's just I'm just hungry, or my heart chest is going to explode, or anything like that. I I, I hate that feeling. I well, I don't know what causes it. Wait,
0: what is that feeling? Expl- what
1: now? I, I I've like had to run off to the hospital a couple times to yeah. deal with like you know unexplained chest pains and right. the hospital. The hospital really couldn't uh, come up with an answer either.
0: Well, did you eat anything before beforehand?
1: Well, I had a sandwich from Wawa.
0: It could have been something in that sandwich, cause I, I'll I'll get into that in just a bit with my theory about that. But you know.
1: But other than that, it's just normal day-to-day stuff, man. I, I'm sorry if my life seems, you know. Boring and uninteresting. I mean, I want to take a ride down to the shore, like sometime this week, because I don't know if uh, I'd get another chance to before the end of the year, and it's still kind of warm out. So do it. Uh, not sure if I want to go to Ocean City or you know, go go all the way up Route Seventy to Seaside Heights. Hmm.
0: I I, I totally get you. Look. Look, since um, COVID, 99% of my weekends has just been me here playing video games. So, you know, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Believe you me. Mm. Anywho, Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day?
2: Um, Not bad. I've uh, had the apartment to myself, so I've been attempting to reel in the younger of the cats um, since she is technically not my cat she uh, does not like not having her human here Mm -hmm. so she's currently um, trying to destroy my room Mm. Uh, but other than that um, really I haven't done anything I, I have been enjoying having my apartment to myself and not having to deal with people and do you know how comforting it is that i can you know come in and not have to worry about putting pants on <laughs> uh, <laughs> mm. that is the one thing that i dislike about having to deal with roommates well, so well, yeah
0: I, I i will say for the most part yeah, I, I got stories about back, practically all of my roommates, but because we've all gone the to cons together, if we ever walk past each other in our skivvies, it's not a big effing deal. Unless you kind of... You kind of... Let yourself go and someone will go, uh, you're kind of showing. Like, whoops. But, you know.
1: Or if you're just ugly like me.
0: Or me. But, anywho, I, I'll say this, and I think I've mentioned this on the, sh- on the show before. When I finally got my own place, I, I it took me maybe about six months before I could realize I can use my bathroom and keep the door open because I'm the only one in this damn house.
1: Yeah, I've had that feeling too. I'm
0: just like, you know what? I'm going to keep the door open so I can actually hear what's going on on the TV or whatever, so you know. Yep. Anyhow, So... My weekend day has been the same old. I finally, you know, finished some last minute edits, and I'm, and lo and behold, I got a new couple of photo shoots that are going up on my personal website later this week after a long ass hiatus. So I'm looking forward to that, and I can finally kickstart my other project. Um, I'm gonna show you something. I will be opening this along with another package during Geek Roundtable because this is pertinent to my weekend day. So. Some of y'all may have seen it. I'm sort of like tricking out my computer with RGB and all that good stuff. So what I, and if you notice and from those pictures, I have RGB in here. I have custom colored extension cables for in here as well. And I also have custom colored uh, screws, you know, for, for the card slots, which I have to replace those slot covers, you know, which I'll do eventually. So what I ended up doing was I realized that there were some things that I needed like I needed some other combs to put onto the cabling because I have black ones, but I also wanted white ones, so I ordered them. Thursday, I think I ordered the first set um, Wednesday. No, not Wednesday. Uh, Thursday, and I got them. No, no, no. It was it was um, it was Wednesday, and they came Friday. I opened the package, and I, and I grabbed the combs. They were black. Even though I specifically ordered white. Go on Amazon, do to do to refund, and I noticed that now I can actually drop off returns at the uh, white at the Rite Aid by my house instead of having to go all the way over to a UPS drop off, which is across the street from that Rite Aid, or go into a UPS store. I don't know if you've noticed, but. Up until this point, if I needed to return something, I'd have to go to, like, one of Amazon's mini hubs or to a UPS store or to a Kohl's. Now I can go to any of those or to an Amazon locker and drop stuff off, which is great. So I did that, ordered the replacement combs in white. They get delivered on Sunday. I grabbed the package, come inside, open it up. It's black again and I'm just like how was it I get the combs in black when I specifically ordered white twice in a row complain to Amazon about it so there I get a response into Twitter and I'm going to respond back tonight if the if it's the correct one or not go ahead I ordered them for a third time but this time I did something different instead of going back to the same link where I ordered the white ones I found them on a different link For 60 cents cheaper from there. And it's the same ones. It's just a different company just selling them. So we will find out within like in the next 10 minutes or so if that's the correct ones. Other than that, that's been it. And I've just been kind of measuring stuff around my house because I'm ready to like purchase some new furniture to replace some of the stuff that I got. So, you know, that's basically has been it. That and the weather, you know, I'm sitting here working, Hank playing video games, watching TV, and it's like, I gotta go close the window because it's a little bit too cold. 20 minutes later, it's a little bit too hot. Pull the window window open, you know, back and forth. And that's what I meant by the weather earlier, because the way it is now, it shouldn't, this weather should, it should be like closer to November, if you ask me. November is the weather where you're wearing the hoodie and the denim jacket together, you know, to stay warm, and you're flipping between that and the trench coat based on the weather. This should be more like hoodie weather right about now, but you know because of the um because of what's been happening, not so much. So that has been my week and day. housekeeping notes um for those of you who stuck ar- who are around friday for my little project and uh, that didn't work out too well and it's something i've been mentioning on the show for the last two three weeks me and under the pale are starting our own little talk show of sorts it's just the two of us chatting talking about stuff from back in the day to whatever is relevant now and then some and we and it was originally called shooting the shit but it's now called Super Grosner Brothers. So it's just the two of us just talking about stuff. And we tried to pull this off Friday. But what was happening was everybody could hear him but not me. Streamlabs updated. And now what it used to be where on the mixer there was one input for for everything. Now there's two separate inputs. One for line and one for the microphone. So I figured that out after the fact. I said, you know what, I am done. So, you know. Everything is working now. So we will be on Friday, 9 to like 10 30, 11 o'clock. It's just casual chatting or whatever. We're just just gonna roll with the punches and just see how it goes. So if you wanna enjoy if you want watch and hear two grumpy old we uh cantankerous weebs talk about how, how things used to be, tune in. It's like a weeb version of Waldorf and Sadler. Anywho. Uh, we're going into a Geek Roundtable. This is part of the show where we talk about stuff we've been doing outside of anime, conventions, and cosplay. But given how the world is, stuff we've been doing outside of, of anime, really. So, And we also, if we have any cool stuff to share, we also do that as well. So, it's on you, Ari.
1: Well, I finally uh, went through with it. Ooh. I got a new phone. Nice, what did you get? I ended up getting a <clears throat> Samsung Galaxy S20 FE. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, really nice so far. I mean, it took me a while to get everything. Shut up. It took me a while to get everything back the way I wanted it, you know, with the apps and a layout the way I wanted it. Right. But I, I pretty much couldn't pull it up, like, put it off anymore because Sunday night it just kept going into an infinite boot loop.
0: Well, I to, yeah, I told yeah, I remembered it. My phone had that same problem, and thankfully, I was out at the time with my backup phone, so I was able to get it replaced.
1: Yeah, the G five just you know couldn't take it anymore. Yeah.
0: Supposedly they had fixed that, but I guess not. And because you've mentioned your phone, I'm in my um, drawers here because I actually have two cases for my S ten, and I'm like, I need to f- swap out my cases so. <clears throat>
1: Let's see. Well, the you know, it's got 6 gigs of RAM instead of 4, and mm-hmm. it's got like, much more storage space, so I guess putting the SD card on it was kind of moot, but whatever. Look,
0: I, yeah, <laughs> yes and no. I mean, I, I need my stuff wherever I go. I look at it this way. I'm probably going to be updating my upgrading my phone in January because I'm starting to get ghosting on my screen, screen, you know, screen burn. I'll just run it. Oh, yeah, that,
1: and... that was unbearable on mine, too.
0: I, it's getting. To, I will keep until it gets to that point. But. I'll just roll with it the best I possibly can because I'm not too, too worried about it, you know? So. That and I just lost my train of thought. God damn it.
1: Also, the GPS was completely shot. It would mm-hmm. take like. 20 minutes for it to realize that I'm not at home. Uh, and like already like 30 some odd miles down the road. Oof. And because I didn't have any other use for it, I took it to one of those, you know, phone recycling kiosks or, uh, wait, you should, it, you should have just traded it in at T-Mobile. Um, they wouldn't take anything for it. I couldn't get any money for oh, it. It you... was, it was that old. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I went to the little kiosk in front of the Walmart and you know, went through all the process. You know, I've had to take a picture of me, scan my mm-hmm. license, mm-hmm. and uh, I got six bucks for the damn thing. See, knowing
0: me, I, I, I would have figured out a way to mod it, and I would have just updated the ROM on it and just had it as a backup phone in case something happens. But, thankfully for me, you know, if something were to happen, I can just go to T-Mobile and, and just have them send me overnight me a replacement phone i just come home and just do what i gotta do on my backup phone or just stick on my computer and just swap the sims but
1: yeah, I I've, got a, yeah. I've got a one year warranty yeah. on this thing i'm that's, okay
0: I, if you had the t-mobile upgrade on it you have the warranty for as long as you have the damn phone
1: i also have unlimited data so that helps yeah,
0: that's good oh yeah now i remember what i was gonna say about the memory now the memory card has all my photos music everything for me it's a convenience when I'm upgrading phones, just swap the card around and I just have everything. The only thing is I just gotta restore a backup. That's it.
1: I'm more I'm more agitated that I I can't find any little adapters for micro S D cards to put in my computer so I can, you know, move music on it or whatever.
0: You mean one of these?
1: Yeah, I don't have one of those. I don't know what the hell happened to it.
0: Uh just plug your phone directly to the computer and transfer it that way.
1: Yeah, there's that too.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a little bit slower, but you can you can get micro SD adapters off Amazon for under 10 bucks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I I could have sworn I built when I built that could be I put a, a card reader in there.
1: You did, but it, it's only for normal size the, the, There's
0: there's nothing
1: there for this ship? Yeah. That, the, like the the little micro SD will just go right in that and I would have to get the tweezers to pull it
0: out. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, yeah okay. Yeah. You can get a USB one because those are pretty cheap. So, you know, I, I totally get you. So, Michael, John, what you got for us say on, um, geek round table.
2: Yeah. So I said that I was going to continue with the, you know, spoopy ween for October. Mm-hmm. And I really, really wanted to do something else because I've been getting some backordered stuff in the mail. Mm-hmm. But I'm going through with my, uh, spoopy. So mm-hmm. tonight you get Wednesday Addams. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I can't, be- I- I'm sitting here going, I can't believe I didn't think to, to collect a Wednesday Adams pop. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I really want one from the movie. Um, this one is from the TV series. I adored the TV series, but, uh, Richie. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, she is definitely one of my favorite incarnations of Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I'm really hoping that they'll do some for uh, some more for the new movies that are out um, since they are doing a second one yeah, because I- those I would like to collect as well. I need a grandmama.
0: well, I can tell you this on Amazon. You can get the movie version of Wednesday Adams. It's the CGI one that just came out. You can get. Well,
2: that. I that's what I'm saying. Okay. I need a grandmama. Because ta- grandmama was Bette Midler, and I love me some Bette.
0: No, I'm talking about the. No, I'm not talking about the live action movie.
2: I'm not talking about the live action movie either. Bette Midler did grandma's part. voice in the cartoon.
0: Oh shit! Didn't I know that?
2: That is why I need Grandmama.
0: On the plus I side, I would not
2: mind Cousin It either.
0: On the plus side, there is a a massive co- po- collection that's available, but you know, I wouldn't mind the Gomez, the John As, the Sean, the John Aston Gomez one.
2: That mm. that would
0: be kind of cool. Uh, let me. take Yeah, I mean, the live live action one, that would be re- that would be cool. I mean, because I'm looking at Amazon, I'm looking at. TV and an animated film, and I'm just like, I like the like the differences between the two. So that, and mm-hmm. you got to admit, Wednesday Adams is like, it's like, what, what if um Daria actually had a family that she wanted to be a part of?
2: I don't know. It, it's always been more like, what if Daria was actually a mass murderer?
0: Maybe, because
2: Daria could tolerate her family but if Daria was a mass murderer I think she would enjoy life a hell of a lot more that's just me I cringe to see what they will do with the new Beavis and Butthead because they are supposed to be bringing in all of those characters and it's supposed to be a reboot and they're supposed to be making it modern and I cringe if they actually bring Daria into it just to see what they do to her.
0: Didn't, in the reboot, aren't, aren't Beavis' best supposed to be parents? What?
2: Yeah. That's I, a
0: train wreck waiting to have Yeah,
2: it, it's supposed to be that they are fathers. Um, but I don't know if that's actually what they're looking to do or if somebody was just comparing it to um, Bill and Ted seeing as how bill and ted was back from you know the late 80s early 90s and you know seeing them now as parents if that was somebody's wishful thinking um i don't know
0: and since we i was looking for stuff about the adams family i put a link in our group chat and i just want you to know this is 100 percent bootleg as fuck (laughs) But there is somebody out. But there is someone out there that, that that probably has all four of these, so you know. Anywho, um, so let's see, uh, what, what's going on here in our chat room here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session, uh, and we're going to follow up with what uh, Marco Chan was discussing about reboots. Theo X seventy five says the new BB is in Butthead. They have kids that are now in foster care. Seattle Berry says, and Girl Meets World, and Raven's Home, and the new Saved by the Bell, and even Punky Brewster. I think yes. Okay, so here's the thing: the Girl Meets World one, it was good, and then it just fell flat because I think Disney didn't realize how to de- how to do this. It was a complete and total spin from the original. Then there was Fuller House, which was basically they
2: just copied. Yeah, but you can't really say that they are reboots. Those two are definitely full-on sequels. Yeah, uh-huh. they've got the original characters in it. They've got the original, you know, actors mm-hmm. in their playing. I I would not consider that a reboot. I think it's just you know taking what was good with the original and either improving on it or completely screwing it up,
0: like they did with Girl Meets World. Now, this, well, I that, don't think
2: they. I don't think they screwed Girl Meets World up. I they, think they, that it came out at a time when it just there. There was an influx of crap out there. I
0: think. And they, then,
2: I, 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 well, and then the other thing is the girl that plays her best friend in the series was getting her music career started. I,
0: I just think I. I think. I don't. It, it it kind of got spun in its own little way, which, you know, that's that probably what did it in. That and Disney kept dropping in different time slots, and you know, when Disney does that, you know, basically that's it for you. But if if the Beavis and Butthead reboot and their parents, wouldn't that be more of them as sequels, or so, like a sequel series instead of a reboot?
2: Well, that that's yeah. where because. You know, they're yeah. saying now that uh, I know um, Theo said that uh, the new Beavis and Butthead, they have kids that are in foster care. If that's the case, it's not a reboot. It is a sequel
0: yeah. Yeah, and the new- because it's
2: yeah. taking everything from the original and bringing it in. Um, like what I was hearing is that they were completely remaking it as Beavis and Butthead at their same teenage age um, in high school, but in a modern telling that's what i first heard it was supposed to be and now all of a sudden it's got kids so that's the difference between your reboot and your sequel
0: either or i am curious and uh he also mentioned uh punky brewster yes soleil moonfry is actually pushing forward with that it's basically it's a reboot but yet a sequel i say reboot as in It's the same plot line of the original series, but the sequel is, instead of Henry, it's her. So, you know.
2: Which, I mean, not for nothing, is kind of cool. Yes. Just because, you know, Punky was awesome. Mm -hmm. I will not say, you know, that I wanted to be Punky Brewster, but... Yeah, I think all little tomboy girls at that point wanted to be Punky Brewster.
0: Um, and nothing wrong with that. Alright, so I, I, I'm I finally caught up with with a re-zero and Rem is still best girl. I don't hate Beatrice as much as I used to. I have a better understanding. And episode 37 jumped the fucking shark, okay? And it's like I said, it jumped the shark to the point where even Tenchi Masaki would go, God damn. Now, for those <laughs> of you who have not seen episode 37, spoilers, quick spoilers. You find out in this episode that all of those witches that they've been discussing throughout the series, that you have not seen, except for Echidna and one other character, until in episode 35 or 36 the rest of them appear, and they're basically in love with Natsuki Subaru, and I'm just like, what the f- how do you get these other witches that have, that have been talked about that you've never seen just appear and they're like, want to be with him I'm just like, harem gone wrong. That, that's all I gotta say, is harem gone wrong. Outside of that, I have been playing. I finished Halo, so now I'm working on Halo Two, and I'm just really enjoying the the HD remake of it. And for the record, I have never played Halo before per se. I mean, I've played it once or twice before in a versus setting, but that's it. But I've never played like the campaigns or anything like that. and Since I have Game Pass, I think oh, might as well download it and give it a play. So I'm enjoying that, even though I should be getting in a little bit of Fallout 4, and finally getting off my ass and finishing Final Fantasy 7 Remake. But, um, I got a couple of unboxings here. So, here's the first one. Let's see if whoever got my order at Amazon actually got my, um, order correct. Well, look at that. They're in white. Finally. Hey, they
1: got it right that time.
0: Exactly. So now I can just respond to the tweet and be like, they finally got my order correct. And the thing is, I only need, like, two of these out of here to put in the computer on the cables and make sure they they sit properly and it looks good. So I'm happy about that. Now, I don't know if we discussed this on the show previously. I don't know if this was a – this might have been one of the article topics where we discussed – like some Ronma one half merchandise and and I have a couple of, I have them over here or back there where I ordered like these, um, card dividers for like organizers, pocket, hand organizers. Well, in this box is, is the actual organizer itself. This is not the full organizer cause they want an extra $20 for it. And I was like, no, cause honestly I wasn't going to use the organizer. I just wanted the outer casing for it. And there were two different types. There was a lenticular 3d one. And then there was the regular one that looks like that has a group photo of all of them. So, and what was interesting was this is supposed to be signed. I found this sitting on top of like outside. On the porch, whereas the last order I got out of Japan that was signed, they put it. I said, I think I told this on the show. They put it downstairs, and I had no clue until I asked two weeks later about it. So, let's take a look. And I want to say special thank you to Habanichi. Where they do international shipping, it was a little pricey, but it was kind of worth it. Twentieth anniversary. All right, here we go. And there's some, there's, there's a little quote in here. You write, you draw. As you move your hand, the lines start running. With the running lines, our mind sprint. Handwriting means letting your mind take off. Safety matches, fireplace chat. True, I mean Ari, you're a writer, you know, when you when you get down to business, like you start coming up with these ideas. Mm
1: -hmm. That was very touching.
0: Okay, put this on my little table over here. And here is the case.
1: Neat. This is
0: really cool. Now, if I had like a phone that could fit in this, I would. And inside here is a couple of stickers, and there's little, like little dividers, you know, for, for your book. I'm trying to see if I can get them, if I can get it to come out without having to open the package. And there we go. Uh, if you see right here, like the little. The little divider, the little fish cakes, or is it called Naruto's?
1: That's a nice touch. Yeah.
0: I, that's really awesome, and I like that. And that's gonna stay part of my collection. Now, if I had two of those, then I would actually use it as a um as an actual organizer. So, but in this case, uh, not so much. All right. Now, now we got that out the way because I think that ran a little bit longer than it should. My apologies. We're gonna go, get down to tonight's topics and we'll get through them as quickly and efficiently as possible. Now, uh, one of my staffers, La Chocola, linked me to this while I was, uh, you know, uh, Saturday morning, and I'm just, w- and I'm just waking up. Um, something fell off my uh, fridge, so no harm, no fouls. was probably from, is from the wind. So I'm just like, what is this? And I'm looking at something that's Love Live, and I'm just like, I, wait, 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 what is this? Now, I think we talked about this before, um, and I've seen, and I have seen this, you know, floating around. Uh, Square Enix had created a Love Live arcade game, and I really wanted to see it come to the home platforms. Lo and behold, it is. Square Enix released a teaser trailer for for the game. It's called Love Live uh, School Idol Festival After School Activity YY Home Meeting. It's coming to PlayStation 4 and it's going to be in the original Japanese and translated into English. I kind of ho- now I have not played this, so I don't know if there'll be any English voice actors actresses working on this on this pro- on this title. But I do know that, you know, when the game, when the anime was translated, they never translated the songs or anything like that. So it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of sad. So in the game, you're going to be able to do play songs from Muse, Akors, Saint Snow, and a lot more. There is no word if, um, the characters... From Love Live Superstar or Nijigasaki High School Idol Club will be available. Knowing Square Enix, it'll probably be a DLC. So, you know, that's going to that's gonna be kind of cool. And the funny thing is, you know, I'm sharing this around. People are like, well, it's an EU release. No, it's not an EU. This is a US release. So we're going to get this. So this will, this will be one of those games where, you know what? This will be a day one purchase at retail price because if I know if I wait for a price drop to happen the game will be probably sold out and the one time it gets a price drop I'm not going to be able to get my hands on it so this will be a day one purchase for me but also on top of that um we got more love live coming down coming down the pipe um the awkward, uh, awkward from sunshine we're going to get a new single and an amv anime music video now it's not the typical anime music video that we've seen at conventions. It's an actual music video for the for the song itself. This was announced during the, their online concert, uh, Aqua's Online Love Live Lost World, that was streamed over um, about two days ago. Totally did not realize that. that actually had happened. I probably would have tried to watch it. And here's Bob Coffee, he who I know who I know he saw it because he said it was great. I knew he saw it. <laughs> Thank you, my man. All right, so basically um, what's going to happen is uh, basically it was this concert was supposed to happen back in March, but due to COVID, everything got pushed up to help the holy hell, so, you know. Let's see. It's going to be, let's see, if I'm not mistaken here, it's going to be called Love Live Days aqua Special. It's going to come out um, October 30th. It's go- it's going to be pretty fun. I cannot wait to hear this song. And Bob Coffey says, it was worth spending the two days over the weekend running on Japanese standard time.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. I-, I believe you. So this so you know, there's there's gonna be some very happy people on my Facebook uh in the next couple of weeks. Anywho, uh let's see. Moving right along here. Um, Mako-chan, what's going on with DigiCarrot? I was very surprised about this.
2: Yeah, you and me both. Uh, So it was announced that uh, DigiCarrot is actually getting a boost uh, for its anniversary year. Mm -hmm. So it is getting a brand new art book from its manga designer. It's featuring all of the uh, main characters, and it's the first in 12 years.
1: Mm.
2: Uh, so Chocola 2020 is going to include a mix of classic art from the history of the series, as well as new art um, of Digico, Puchico, and Rabian Rose. Um, the cover is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, They did... um, Did anybody post this? If not, I will... You
0: can go ahead and post a link. I will go ahead and post a link to the the picture.
2: Um, So, uh, the link that I posted in the chat has the cover, but it also has some of the art uh, that will be found inside, and it's absolutely stunning. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, This is one of the series that I watched um and really wanted to cosplay from but never really got a chance um so with an anniversary and you know a renewed love of uh, the characters i may have to finally break down and do that
0: i did not know you I say were... go for it i did not know you were a fan of did you
2: I am I never not, remember. I mean, it's, it's not up there on, you know, the holy crap. I have to have everything I can find, uh, <laughs> side of it, mm-hmm. but it is one of those series that it was cute. It was adorable. It was funny as hell. And I wouldn't mind cosplaying from it.
0: Well, you, you would be dead on for, um, for Puchiko.
2: Yeah. I don't, I don't know who I would want to actually cosplay. Um, I've never actually given it that much. <laughs> but,
0: no, I'm just saying, I just know um, the characters and I know your attitude. You basically are a dead-on for Puchiko. Uh, <laughs> uh,
2: but yeah, so um, brand new art book coming out. Uh, The art that, as I said, is in that link is absolutely adorable. And it will be going on uh crap what was it uh november november i have to get back down to the bottom uh november 2nd is when pre-orders will close and then the book is going to be released on december
0: 24th that, that is so, cool.
2: so you've got a little under a month left if you're looking to actually uh get the art book without having to really, you know, fight. However, um, it is all in Japanese, so...
0: Which, maybe maybe one of the third-party sites will be able you can do pre-orders through them. Who knows?
1: Still, yeah, I mean, they Japanese. are... I doubt people are going to care that much. Oh, trust me, they would.
2: Yeah, I've got a couple of uh, proxy um, people that I follow on Facebook... So if they end up going, because they are, they're doing quite a bit for this. It's not just the art book. Um, There are uh, specialty stores being set up for it. And uh, like, I don't think it's an actual cafe, but it's, you know, one of those little pop-up shops. Uh, So if they do end up going, um, I may have to have them pick some, some stuff up. Um, I'm pretty sure looking at some of the stuff that they have uh, that they've put out figures and champagne mm-hmm. um, But yeah
0: Definitely and I just shared this with a friend of mine uh, My friend Darcy and through DigiCar is how I met her because if I'm not mistaken like the first Cosplay that I met her in was rabbi and rose mm-hmm. I need to mute my phone there we go so I, I hope because of this we get like a re-release of the figures and stuff like that cuz I have like this little mini Robbie and Rose figurine which I think is either on top of my shelf of collectibles or in my closet I just want something taller to kind of put on display so that would be really cool all right Ari Fan the flames
1: of the ava please. That doesn't take much nowadays, does it? Or at all. (laughs) The first three Evangelion Rebuild films are getting 4D releases in Japan. The official Evangelion Twitter account announced today that the first three Rebuild anime films, uh, 1.11 You Are Not Alone, 2.22 You Cannot Advance, and 3.33 You Cannot Redo, <clears throat> will, be, will be re-released in Japan cut cinemas in December for a limited time with an upgrade to 4 dx and MX4D for the first time. And there's the trailer and everything to celebrate. The screens will start with, on December 4th with Evangelion 1.11 and switch every week until they're playing until they plan to finish in cinemas on December 24th. Mm. 82 cinemas across Japan will be showing the films. 4D films have real-life special effects such as water splashes that are felt by theater attendees to make films feel more immersive.
0: I've been to a couple um, of 4D films. Yeah, they're fun.
1: The final Evangelion anime film, Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0, Thrice Upon a Time, is apparently taking cues from the Kingdom Hearts line of uh, titling stuff. Uh, was scheduled to be released in late. but was delayed due to the due to the pandemic. And Anohideaki... Recently, asked fans to wait a little bit longer. Yeah, wait a little bit can't, longer. Can't remember the last time I was ever at a four D film.
0: I no, I, I, it was for me. It was the Hitman's Bodyguard. It was like, look, whenever like T Mobile Tuesday has like those free tickets, I will. I'm just like, or like the five dollar ticket. Edition, I would try to get into a four D film, and I'll pay the five bucks, or I'll pay the like the difference of of whatever. Like. It's a steal cause I sure as hell ain't paying thirty dollars for a forty film. I mean, you know.
1: They're that expensive?
0: Yeah. Do you remember uh this the ride, uh the right stuff, Mach One Adventure from Six um uh, Six Flags?
1: I didn't really go to Six Flags a whole lot, but I've heard of it. There were commercials for it. In
0: yeah, thing. I've never really gone a lot, but basically it's a type of ride where you sit in your chair and the chair rises up and it moves with you. Like if the plane is turning this way, the chair will follow in suit and stuff like that. That's basically what 40 is. And if it's like, if something that, oh, comes, yeah,
1: I know of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, you know, you screw with the audience to make them feel more involved with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a long time ago, but you ever heard of the movie Matinee? No. It was our John. I think it was John Goodman was a, uh, a theater owner, and he had a, you know, stuff like that in his theaters, like, like, like I remember like the commercial, like, he you know, like slam on a button called seat buzz, and everyone be like, Ugh! in the audience for like <laughs> for a scary part or something like that. That sounds kind of cool, but
0: I've I can't never remember
1: heard the it. Only one hearing about that. But I've
0: never heard of that film.
1: Oh here. Oh, uh, 93, ninety-three it came out.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, sometimes I look at these things I remember like weird things like this, I'm like, wait, that had to have been real, right? I couldn't have just hallucinated that entire thing, right?
0: It's not like you saw uh Sinbad in the movie Kazam or some shit like
1: that, you know. Could we not? <laughs> Okay, okay, alright. Alright, the next one's mine as well. Yep. Kara confirms that Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 won't be over six hours long. I can't believe that was an actual thing that he had to say.
0: But l- let's be real the Ava fans would sit there and watch it for six hours anyway.
1: And bitch every single minute.
0: Exactly!
1: so much information on the on the upcoming Evangelion Thrice Upon a Time I'm not doing that fucking math equation again it's no surprise that fans keen for any little bit of information would inspect anything released about the film including a recent Twitter message from Anu Hideyake celebrating the 25th anniversary of the franchise which asked fans to wait a little longer until it got finished Images in the original tweet showed a proposal of Evangelion dated September 20th, 1993, and what the team in Kara is currently working on for the final Evangelion film. The rush check on the D part of the film dated October 2nd, 2020. When the image shows the D part, a time code of part shown at the top, that reads 5:59 5, and 50.00 seconds. Very common in media production, live action or otherwise. Though people who don't know about video production might be infuddled by the inclusion of the time code. this caused rumors to spread that the film, which is already hinted over two hours long, might actually be six hours long. That's a freaking Lord of the Rings marathon, at least.
0: Yeah, or watching an un—or uh, supposedly, as it was told to me, like the uncut version of the very first Harry Potter film was like four hours.
2: <sighs> Look, you know, that I, doesn't surprise me. I
0: was about as about to say, you. The, let them release the four hour version. Fans will buy it and sit there and watch and cry in tears.
1: <clears throat> anyway, while it would be interesting to see a six hour long Evangelion film, no, it wouldn't, <laughs> which, which would be longer than the 70 millimeter version of Final Yamato and the disappearance of Haruzi Suzumiya, the current top two longest anime films ever, Kara quickly nicks the rumors that a six hour long Shin Eva is impossible. In other news, water is wet. <laughs> Carr went on to explain that the timecode is a relic from filming in an analog, when film was recorded on one-hour rolls, where rolls don't exist anymore and everything is digital. Filmmakers still use the same timecode techniques to denote recordings on hard drives, which is then recorded as metadata in the video or audio that, to then be easily accessible in future editing. It's like it's like telling. It's like telling one of the most, you know, divisive and abrasive fan bases in all of anime to calm down a little bit, would you? Which only just makes him go nutser.
0: I actually looked up um, The Disappearance of Haruhi Suzumiya. I never watched this movie because Season 2, Endless 8, left a sour taste in my mouth. I'm just like, I am not dealing with this. With, with, with this. But I'm looking it up. It's 162 minutes.
1: That's almost three hours, yeah. Good lord! She you wonder what's the matter with people.
0: <laughs> I don't, I'm, just, I'm just like, wow. I, I might just have to track down Endless 8 and just deal with it and track down the movie. I might just have to do that. Okay, Mako-chan, it's your fandom.
2: Yeah, I saw this and was very, very amused. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Pokemon company began streaming an anime short about Surfetched, Farfetched, and Galarian Farfetched uh, this past Friday. Uh, the video commemorates the upcoming release of merchandise centered on the characters at Pokemon Centers in Japan that will hit October 24th. Uh, 24th. Mm-hmm. Uh, Surfetched is the uh, uh, evolved Galerian. form of the galarian Farfetch'd, uh, which debuted in Sword and Shield. Uh, the two expansion packs, the uh, Crown Tundra which released already. And then the new no, the crown Tundra is releasing October 22nd. The other one already released. Um, But uh, we're getting Galarian forms of Articuno, Zeptos and Moltres, which is kind of weird, um, but also kind of cool. And then there'll be a couple new legendary Pokemon. Uh, I'm kind of excited. Um, I'm not going to lie. Farfetch'd was uh, definitely not one of my favorite Pokemon, but I I like the angrier version from the new games. I
1: took one look at it, I'm like, I want this.
2: Yeah, I I definitely like um, Angry Farfetch'd uh, uh, a lot. And then I do like the evolved form. I I, I just like that they finally took... uh, Pokemon from first gen and went, fuck it, let's have him evolve now. I, I, I And basically he looks exactly the same. He just, you know, has a sword and shield.
0: And he's angrier.
1: And he's not
2: taking well, your yeah. shit
1: and he's not taking your shit anymore. He's got what looks like a freaking jousting lance.
2: Yeah, it's it's freaking cool. And I I love that it's basically just a larger version of his leak. Mm-hmm. Um, so they did actually turn his damn leak into a proper sword.
0: I kind of want a surfetch figurines just just to sit on my shelf here, so The leak yeah,
2: would
1: be about a foot long.
2: Yeah, it's definitely one of those that I would not mind uh having just to have. Definitely.
0: It'll go right next to my Barrett figurine, which I will talk, which I will show off next week. I'm still a little tickled pink about that. Was not expecting it, but here, here's something that you know I don't think anybody was expecting: the fact that Mamoru Oshii is playing himself in a live-action film. So, the staff of the live-action film Hanabata Meitai na Koi Oshita, which translates to "our love," was like our love was like a bouquet. They um they announced on Monday that anime director Mamoru Oshii will play himself in the film. His Oshii's role brings both of the film's main characters together, as they both are into different types of subcultures of work and regard Oshii as a god. Hm, interesting, uh, Masaki Suda and Kasumi Arimura star in the film as characters Mugu and Kinu respectively. The film basically takes place five takes place during 5 years of their relationship after they coincidentally meet each other when they both missed the last train of the night at the Metadame station on Tokyo's Keio line. This film opens up in January 2021. Now, for those of you who don't know, Raoru Oshi is known for writing and directing numerous animated films, OVAs, TV series, etc. His early career in, included directing the first OVA, Dalos. He also directed one of Mako-chan's favorite films, uh, Yorose Yatsura 2, Beautiful Dreamer. Yep. He's also directed Angel's Egg and several Pat Labor projects, which was a good anime. That's funny, too. <laughs> The uh, 1995 science fiction animated feature, Ghost of the Shell, led him to international and critical commercial success. After that, he worked on projects such as Jinro, The Wolf Brigade, Blood, The Last Vampire, and The Skycrawlers. Oshi has an upcoming television anime project called Vlad Love, which was originally slated to be released this fall, but it was delayed due to the effects of the new, due to uh, COVID-19. That's going to be kind of cool. Imagine being the film where, you know, some famous mangaka is a god, and he just shows up and like, yeah, y'all two need to get your, you know. That's kind of cool.
1: Y'all motherfuckers need me.
0: <laughs> I think if it was me in this film and Romiko Takahashi appeared, I would just stare, blink, and walk right out and be like, Nope, this is not happening right now. This is absolutely not happening right now. Alright, um, what else do we have here? Alright, and, it, Ari, it's back to you, my friend. i wrap it up. Uh,
1: let's see. Funimation and Anaplex of America announced at their New York Comic-Con Metaverse panel for, for the Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba series on Friday that they will screen the movie Mugen Train film in theaters in Nova- North America early 2021. As well as the upcoming sequel to Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba television anime series. <clears throat> it'll, it'll open in Japan on October 16th, so a couple days from now. The anime will begin screening at all 38 IMAX theaters in Japan on the same day. The film will be the first Japanese film opening this year in s- the screening at IMAX theaters. The Theater will receive a Rengoku volume zero manga volume, which is limited to four and a half million copies. Original manga creator Koyaharu Gotoge Goto- Goto- drew the manga, which shows Rengoku's first mission. The main staff members of the previous television anime are returning for the sequel. Toho and Adplex are heading to film's distribution in Japan. Uh, <clears throat> go, go to, like Gotouge's Demon's Slayer: Kimetsu no Yaiba manga inspired a television anime that premiered in April 2019 and aired its 26th and final episode in September 2019. Wow, it's been over a year? Huh. I'm like losing the <laughs> track of things, like left and right. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, if you're into Demon Slayer, this might wind up at a theater near you. Well, I wonder if they'll do, like, uh, you know, separate showings for English dub and uh, Japanese with English subtitles. Oh,
0: they oh, they generally do that for the most part. And it'll be the same theater sometimes, but it'll be like one day is the dub, the second day is Eng- it's Japanese with English subtitles, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. So, good stuff to look forward to. Mm,
0: Cool. All right. We're at the part of the show that you know you really like to stick around for. uh, Meanwhile in Japan. Uh, We do have four articles. We're just going to grab three and move right along here.
1: Um, I want the second one,
0: not the third.
2: Uh, if you read the third one, I think you would actually enjoy taking that one. We can. Leave oh, actually, the... yeah, I, I think.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna... yeah. Mm-hmm. As
2: soon as I read that, I'm like, Ari's gonna want this one. Yeah. We I mean, I, leave...
1: I initially saw Yakuza. and I'm like, okay, then you've got my, got my attention.
2: <laughs> yeah, we can leave the second one for next week.
1: Yeah, I can do. It. Yeah, I
0: will highlight it and and mark it for next week, so that way nobody will take it.
1: Just remember to have Funko's on playing when I read that one. <laughs>
0: you'll, you'll have to link it to me so I can have it, so, you know.
2: Ron, Miller, right. which one do you want?
0: I am I might as well take the first one.
2: Alright, then I will take the last one. Okay. Didn't we already talk about this one? Have we? I thought we did. I don't f- this is back from October first, unless we didn't.
0: No, we, actually cover it. No, we didn't. I found that like a few. Oddly enough, I found that last week, and I just and I just held on to it. So.
2: Hmm. Yeah. I thought I put it in there. Oh well.
0: Mm-mm. I think this one flew under your radar or something like that. You know.
2: No, I yeah. remember reading about it. I just I I thought I put it up for the show roll, but it might have been cut with everything else. No,
0: no. Whenever you've been adding four, I've been throwing them in there.
2: No, I oh. sometimes like I'll pull up everything from that week that I like. Yeah. And I'll only post four.
0: Oh, okay. All right. So let, let, let's talk about this, for, about this, for, about this first story here. I, I I just want you to know, I have, I have heard stories about this happening more times than i need than i need to know. I and working at Geek Squad, I've done something like this, but I've never gotten caught. And last i recall, i still hold on to the record for finding the most amount of adult content on somebody's computer. And what happened? Everybody in the department grabbed a bunch of DVDs and copied and, cop- and copied it and took their own sash. <laughs> I think I still had those DVDs. I think.
1: Like hang on, I still got a thumb dr- I got a thumb drive here somewhere. Let me just plug it into USB you, port. <laughs>
0: mm. Forget the thumb drive. No. It was 8 gigs. So, you know, we each had a couple of DVDs worth of stuff. <laughs> so, and in, in, in this story here, uh, let me set this up here. A police officer was caught downloading dirty videos from a suspect's phone. I halfway expected someone in the tech department getting caught, but not an actual police officer. So, the incident occurred at Nishi Nishi Arai Station of the Tokyo Metropolitan Police Department when a suspect's smartphone was being analyzed as evidence. Once the procedure was completed, the 36th officer on the case decided to take a bathroom break with The phone. Yeah. Apparently, a certain video or videos with sexual content caught his eye during the analysis. And using the privacy of the bathroom, he sent the content from the suspect's phone to his own using the media app Line. And that is where he got caught. (laughs) Now, here's the thing. After the phone was returned to the suspect he noticed a line transfer was made without his permission and reported it to the police. The ensuing investigation led back to the officer who was reprimanded on October 9th. As punishment for tampering with evidence his salary it was docked 10% for the next three months. <laughs> but wait there's more. He is also he. what's interesting is He was also facing criminal charges of unauthorized computer access, and he he voluntarily resigned on the spot. He told officers that he did it out of curiosity. Sure he did. Sure he did. Readers of the news were largely lenient on the actual crime, but less on the sloppy way he went about it. Comments such as, I think it's not a big deal, but leaving evidence is just stupid. Dirty videos are meant to be shared. You have to delete the chat, man. I'd like to know what video it was before I pass judgment. Ask a... for a friend. <laughs> and that friend is me. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a regular adult video, I think it's fine. But if it's something he made himself with his girlfriend, that's crossing the line. I wonder how often that happens and the officer isn't caught. Mine, if it's an Android, put it to use USB. If it's Apple, airdrop it. What an idiot. Yeah. Given the plethora of data transfers that are available at this currently, it's hard to imagine a more incruiting way to send a video than Line, which stamped his ID and and time at the scene. Maybe he should have used the old phrase of, I was just borrowing the video as an excuse since it's been known to work sometimes. And that in regards to last week's article where we talked about a guy who stole a bike for more than 12 hours. He was just borrowing it because nobody was using it. Anywho,
1: Ari. <clears throat> okay, a yoga boy was singing I Hate Baldies and assaulted by a 55-year-old man with a pro wrestling move. Luckily, there was no smash announce tables, announcer table nearby. Oh, boy, it's going to be one of those
0: ones. Yeah.
1: At about 4.50 p.m. on September 23rd, a hellacious slobberknocker broke out to the, at the entrance to an underground passage and I'm a Amagasaki Magasaki sitting in Hyogo. As a result, a 55-year-old man was arrested for the assault of a sixth grader. The young man was allegedly singing Baldies, 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 I Hate him. And then the suspect's music play, which is just the uh, the titantron for New Age Outlaws and tr- like for, from way back in the day. On
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, the assumption the song was directed at him, the man approached akin to the stat- Decided to start a hardcore match right there and there. Delivering a crushing blow to the boy with a lariat.
0: I'm just or, seeing... you know, a
1: clothesline.
0: I'm just seeing Mike Hagel going, Oh! <laughs> oh
1: or, no, wait, this is Japan's so lariat! LARIATO! Fuck <laughs> God! Fuck God! And, and there's an instructional video of, show how a lariat differs from a clothesline. Oh! And that you're swinging your arm and rather than just holding on. Charging. The boy was unharmed, but raced back home and tagged the police who eventually arrested the suspect on October 7th. And he's just like, there's no question I assaulted him. I didn't punch him. I had a lariat. I used a lariat on him. <laughs> it, without hearing the tone of his voice, it's really hard to tell if he thinks hitting a kid with a lariat instead of a punch would lessen his punishment or if he's just really proud of himself. Mm. Yungovic will enter the attack means we can't roll out this guy thinking a legal move in wrestling means it's actually legal in real life. Readers in the news felt that assault is assault regardless of whether it's a punch, lariat, moonsault, double stomp, stunner, pile driver, or even stink face. God damn it, you're really going there. Mm Mm-hmm. But it wasn't completely un- unprovoked and the boy has some sharing to blame. Like, yeah, that's still assault. I gave my brother Larry, and the and parent, my parents got mad at me. wonder what this guy's parents are going to do. I understand how he feels the violence isn't the answer. I hope kids who sing stuff like that grow up will be bald. The kid was using hate speech, right? I would have done the emerald flosion. <laughs> mm. <laughs> noise. There's disproportionate and just, and there's way over the line can go... What kind of a child sings a song about bald people? If these techniques start seeping out in the real life, there's a slippery slip in, and into heel moves like eye gouges, back breaks, elkabongings, and Lord help us, the Asian mist.
0: It works for Asuka.
1: <laughs> when she gets pissed, you get missed. Dun, dun, dun,
0: dun, dun, dun.
1: Oh that, that that was a trip. Thanks for pointing that out, Marco.
2: You're welcome. <laughs> Sometimes I find the good ones. So, I guess that leaves just me
0: and only you. Uh-huh.
2: Uh okay, so um yeah, I thought that we had covered this and I know I put it up or wanted to put it up. Uh, but anyway, so um yeah, a a schoolboy in Tokyo decided that he was going to basically um assume the identity of somebody else just so he could attend classes at a top high school. And we all know that Japan is, you know, big on their schooling. So, uh, um, yeah. Uh, so, Kaisei High School, located in Tokyo's Nishi Nippori neighborhood, is a very respected academic institute. Its major claim to fame is that for 39 years and counting, it sent more students to the University of Tokyo, Japan's most prestigious university, than any other high school in the country. As such, um, the entrance exam is no joke. You have to, um, I, for those that don't understand, you have to actually take entrance exams to get into high schools mm-hmm. in Japan yep. instead of just taking tests to get into colleges like you do in the U.S. Um, and some of these tests are very, you know, basic, and some of these tests are the reason why they have cram schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, So, a recent investigation discovered that the entrance exam for one student at the school had actually been taken by somebody else. Okay, so some unqualified kid hired a ringer to take the test for him. Nope. Uh, So, this is uh, really, really weird. So, the entrance exam was held back on February 10th. One applicant, um, who the article calls a Um, showed up to take the test. A few days later, um, the school informed him that he had passed. And on the 16th, he attended an orientation session where he completed the paperwork to officially enroll. Uh, Both days, he had to show a photo ID to confirm his identity. In an ordinary school year, an entrance ceremony ceremony would have been held in April to welcome new students to the school and regular classes would have begun. However, because of coronavirus, um, the, entrance, uh, the entrance ceremony, uh, which the students' parents usually attend as well, was canceled, and classes for Akun and his classmates began online. Uh, the school resumed on-campus classes in late June, and the school's and the school year's of first semester wrapped up in late July. Around the same time, the administrators finally noticed something weird. They still hadn't received a copy of A-Kun's academic record from the junior high school he had attended. Initially, they chalked this up to, you know, paperwork delay because of the pandemic. But since, you know, it was still half a year later, they figured that somebody would have had time to, you know, email this stuff over. So the high school contacted the junior high school only to be told that they had indeed sent his records, but to a different high school where Akun was attending classes. In other words, Akun didn't have somebody, he didn't have someone take his entrance exam for him, but instead took the entrance exam passed and then had another boy who will call B-kun attend his classes both online and in person for an entire semester. Wow. Um, So really, B-kun assumed A-kun's identity. Um, It wasn't as though he was going to get a diploma uh, for the school because the records would never actually show that the second student had actually been there. So, you know, really weird. Why would you actually go to classes for a diploma that you're not going to actually be able to use? Um, Yeah, um, it's also weird because high school isn't um, uh, like where in the United States you have to go to school up into a certain age. You you know, there's no ifs, ands or buts. that's not the same in Japan. Uh, it, it's, you don't have to go to high school. Um, basically, once you're done with junior high, you don't have to go. Um, so, you know, it wouldn't really raise any alarms if the second kid ended up not going into high school. Uh, it's just like, it's it's so weird because, you know, the, the high school's you have tuitions. So now there's, you know, this the, the first kid is um, basically attending classes at one school and then having somebody attend his classes at a different school and he's paying two tuitions. Um, the simplest possible explanation is probably that Akon didn't want to attend Ksay. Uh, probably because of its rigorous curriculum or because it's an all-boys school. Mm. Um, So that taking the entrance exam was something that he did in order to meet his parents' expectations. So if that's the case, um, having somebody pretend to be him going to this school would get his parents off his back. Um, It's still a little weird because, again, whoever is going to these classes isn't actually going to have the diploma the first kid is who didn't want to go to the school in the first place. Um, Yeah, so now that the secret is out, um, a has been expelled.
0: (laughs) uh,
2: A school he never attended any classes at. b has been barred from entering the campus grounds at all. um, And a strange proclamation uh, to have specifically made for somebody who wasn't enrolled at the school. So because both of them are minors, obviously their names are not used, which is why, you know, it's Acon and Beacon. Um but there's still no, you know, publicly revealed anything on this. Uh they don't know if the two boys actually knew each other or how they got in contact. They have no idea what's going on other than um this weirdness. <clears throat> And let's be honest, it's really, really weird. I don't know that I would go to school just for it not to count towards me.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't do that either. Same. So, are we done? Yeah, I think we are.
0: I, I, like, I like the sound of that. Let's start it up from where it's supposed to be. Here we go. And Well, if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So what we tell you that we like and don't like, we basically mean it. So, yeah, definitely. If you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where you will find our weekly podcast, uh, anime reviews, convention reports, cosplay tips and tricks, cosplayer interviews, links to our YouTube page full of convention videos, and a link to our Facebook page full of convention photo coverage. And you may find a couple of editorials there, here and there. That's all at AnimeJamSession.com. If you like tonight's uh, podcast and you want to hear some more older episodes, Just search Anime Jam Session. You can find us on Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Check them out. Uh, Don't forget, we are also on social media. You can find us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Follow us on YouTube for convention videos. Follow us on Facebook for convention photos um, when we're going live and other cool stuff. Follow us on Twitter for updates on our website, updates on when we're going live, and then some. And don't forget, we have a tip jar. Uh, It's down below in the the description. You can drop us um, some bits if you wanna do that. You can find us a link, you can find a link to our Ko-Fi and StreamLabs. You can drop us a couple dollars here and there. All the money that you put into the show, even subscriptions. It goes back into funding the website, uh, paying for all of this, and then some. That's, and we truly really appreciate that. So now we're going to go around the room. Last words,
1: Ari. I, I mean, I have to get up in, early in the morning, but I still just want to go to bed right now.
0: <laughs> go for it. Last words, Mako-chan.
2: I am so glad I'm working from home tomorrow. Mm.
0: My last words, I am probably going to play some more Halo 2 and probably dip my toe in the Fallout 4. Well, that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. The whole gang will be here. It'll be fun. It'll be great. So that is it. End of list. I am Ranma.
2: I'm Ari. And I am Makachan.
1: Great
0: fight. Great night. See you next week.
1: Good night, everybody.
0: Good night, Ichigo. <laughs> yes. Good night, Ichigo. And I love seeing the Um, custom icons. Those are cool. All right. We're done. We're getting out of here. So, say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. That is it. End of list. See you next week. Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressed on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at animejamsession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other
1: programming. Jamatane